Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. If you're planning a meeting, conference, or special event in Missoula, consider the Wingate by Wyndham. Our event space is comfortable and flexible. Whether you need an intimate boardroom meeting or a conference war 100, Missoula's Wingate is the perfect fit. Our audio-visual equipment, upgraded internet, and flexible food and beverage policies allow you to put on an impressive show without breaking the bank. Call us at Missoula's Wingate, where we make you feel at home when you're not. It's a very nice Friday. It is starting to look a little more Novembery, although I think it's supposed to kind of lighten up or get a little nicer over the weekend. Anyway, all that to say, who cares what the weather is? Who cares what's going on? It's a Friday. We're going into the weekend, and it's time for a Florence Coffee Company coffee break. Flococo, always hooking it up wherever you are. If you're driving around out there, you're almost certainly within striking distance of a Florence Coffee Company coffee kiosk right here. I got myself an iced creme brulee latte. I don't know why. I was just feeling it, you know, getting a little festive over there. You... You tell me what you got me. You surprised me. You got yourself... So, let's just set this up for the people. You went out for a little lunch today, and you ordered a Thai iced tea, and and, and there's a, a couple new Thai restaurants in town, which is great. Uh, and a Thai iced tea I love, but Thai iced tea is... Heavily caffeinated. I mean, it is. I was unaware. It's wired up. Yeah, if, you, it, it, if that hits you. It's so sweet, so you're just like. Right. Okay, so this is probably The condensed milk caffeine. and everything like that? No, no, no. Aye. So you said, I don't care what you get me. It cannot have caffeine in it. Like, just go get me a caffeine-free. So you got yourself a Montana gold tea, caffeine-free mm, tea uh, there. And I, w- I did not have uh, a Thai iced tea earlier, so I'm having a uh, latte now. And our thanks to Florence Coffee Company. Hey, get your weekend, st- weekend started off right. You can stay up late. You can sleep in. Okay? Have yourself a, a, a coffee right now from the Cor- Florence Coffee Company or a tea for crying out loud. Just staying warm. Whatever you got to do, okay? There you go. Thanks to the Florence Coffee Company for that. Coulter, uh, we got a couple of pieces of sound here uh, to play for the people from Bobby Houck. I want to get to your interview with Bobby Houck from Wednesday. So you went down there after practice and and uh, and talked with Coach Houck a little bit, uh, just about a variety of things. So why don't we play this for the people, then we'll get into uh, the games coming up this weekend. Here you go. Bobby Houck with Coulter from after practice on Wednesday. 
First of all, I want to ask you, you're 14 games into this Big Sky Conference schedule since you've returned at 14 Big Sky games. What's your evaluation of the league now that you have a little bit under your belt, and how does it compare to the first time you were here? Uh, about the same. Yeah. You know, obviously Idaho's in the league, and then uh, we've got some the new additions to the league since 2009, but we played all those teams, so uh, pretty familiar, pretty much the same. The competition level, do you feel like it's still as tough or tougher, or how do you evaluate that aspect? About the same. Yeah. Weber State, you mentioned the, this team looking kind of similar to Coach Max teams when Ron McBride was there, and that makes sense considering you know, Jay Hill played for Ron McBride at Utah, and it kind of took over for him. So uh, what do you remember, though, about those Ron McBride teams, and what is similar about them, uh, th- this Weber State team, when you're looking at them? Well, I think uh, the approach is very similar. You know, they hang on their offensive line in the run game. Uh, they play good defense. They play good special teams. So that's the blueprint that they've chosen to go with, and it's a formula that's certainly not broken. I remember when I was in school, I remember that 2008 season, you guys lost that game at Weber, but then ripped off, I think, nine wins in a row, get them back here in the playoffs and beat them. To me, that's the Sac State loss this year sort of resonated like that, too. Do you feel like these guys have responded since that loss in a similar fashion? Um, yeah, I suppose. Me, I mean, we've won since then, so that's obviously the similarity that's most glaring. But um, we had a, a loss at Portland State in 2004, and I think we reeled off 10 straight. And this feels kind of like that as well. You mentioned Rashid Shaheed, one of the most explosive players in FCS football. I know he's from San Diego, so did you know him or recruit him or anything like that when you were at San Diego State? Yeah, I uh, knew who Rashid was probably about his sophomore year in high school. So uh, he's a good player and, and uh, you know, knew all about him, certainly. His high school is about 10 minutes from my house. Best time of year when it comes to football, and it's state playoffs all around the state of Montana. I know it's hard for you to pay attention when you're so busy with this, but do you keep tabs on the high school stuff, and what do you think of just this time of year around the state? Well, we try to as best we can. Um, certainly we're immersed in our own uh, bubble here and, and don't have much time to get outside of that, but we follow the high school scores as best we can, and we talk to our recruits during the week, so we're pretty in tune with it. Coulter, you have a business, and your business is based in the World Wide Web. Indeed I do, so I'm on my computer all the time. And if you're not online, you're not making money, and it is important to make sure that you're online and secure. Am I right? Absolutely. Got to be cyber safe this day and age. Well, for you business owners out there, whether you have an online business or a brick-and-mortar business, it's still running through the web. We all know that's a fact. And in today's always-on world, your business demands a simpler approach to network security. At Blackfoot Communications, they deliver state-of-the-art security solutions from the perimeter to the endpoint devices and remote data backup for businesses across the state of Montana. They do. They're keeping everybody cyber-secure and ensuring that businesses run the way that they need to across the state. So ensure your company's network is online all the time. For more information, visit goblackfoot.com slash business. That's goblackfoot.com slash business. And you can click the link right here in the old podcast. We've made it so very easy for you. Go visit and find out how to keep your business or the business of people you know secure online with Blackfoot. There you go. Bobby Houck talking about a variety of things. The league is, uh, you know, not very much different from what was the first time he was here. And he lived 10 blocks from where Rashid Shahid went to high school. He's known about him since he was a sophomore. I'm sure certainly tried to recruit him, as did a lot of people. And, uh, well, congratulations to Jay Hill for getting him because that's a, that's a heck of an asset to have on your football team. Of all the things I'm looking forward to 
let's put it like this. There's a lot of things to look forward to in any given football game and storylines and stuff. And when you talk about three versus five, the storylines going into it, the, the overarching narratives talking about RTD and what would that mean? You know, what does this mean within that for in a win or a loss scenario for Montana and so on and so on. There's also other things. The thing I'm looking most forward to that I haven't gotten to see yet, see yet this year is just watching Rashid Shahid in person. I just want to see. You've never seen him in real life. What it looks like. I've never seen him play in real life. We have had lunch together. Yeah, right, Shahid, right, right, right. Yes, but uh, great hair, great everything. He's at, he's he is honestly. I mean, he could not be a nicer kid. I mean, nice it's, kid. it's super it's, nice. It's easy to say. There's plenty, you know, but he is just so just. Just a very easy kid to uh, sit and converse with. Really enjoyed my time. But I can't watch him the play. Much easier to have lunch with him than to tackle him. Which Bobby Houck says is that's what you got to do. You got to go tackle him. Well, we'll see. We'll see if they're able to. And by the way, the, that that is a two-way street. Because you see if you can tackle uh, uh, Jerry Louis McGee. The one thing I would say about this game is I think we will see... Whether we see actually a punt return or whether both coaches just go, mm, No, thank you. To the sideline, we go with it. Um, we're going to see some punts tomorrow, I think. Oh, yeah. There is, when you talk about how good the Weber State defense is, yep. and how good the Grizzly defense is, but also the style that Weber State plays, I mean, occasionally you say, hey, a punt's a good play. I think Jay Hill buys that to a certain extent. And again, Weber State has put some points on the board, but I don't think you would qualify them as an explosive offense as such. Certainly not the way you would with Montana. And so, uh, you know, I think you're going to see some opportunities in in the punt game, and I, I'm I'm frankly looking very forward to it. When you look at these two offenses, you say the Montana offense has the advantage. When you look at the two defenses, probably you say Weber State has the advantage. How big, how important is it for the Grizzlies to have Sammy Akem or not? Everything I'm hearing is that he's probably not going to play. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that it would... Sammy Kim's one of the best players on the Grizz. He's one of the best players in the Big Sky Conference. He's one of the best receivers in the country. His production, his numbers, they speak for themselves. But the advantage that Montana has is that the guys that are his backups are... The, the drop-off, say this is an NCAA football video game. Sammy Kim's a 93 mm-hmm. with, the, with the ceiling of a 99. Mm-hmm. Most FCS programs, the guy who's the next 72. is a 72. <laughs> Mitch Roberts is like an 86. Yeah. Like Mitch Roberts <laughs> right. is really right. good. And Mitch Roberts knows how to make plays. Mitch Roberts is ready to roll. And Mitch Roberts, it's not as if he's just a guy who's been sort of toiling in a backup role either. I mean, he was running with the ones almost all spring, all fall. Smart Tory ended up emerging and beating him out. But, I mean, Mitch Roberts had a, a streak of, I think, two or three games where he didn't get a ball. And then when he was called upon in the Monmouth game, he caught, eight, I think, seven or eight passes and mm-hmm. had almost 100 yards receiving. They had another streak where he didn't get a ball for about a month. And then last week, he was great again. And so he, he's been able to win called upon, respond instantly. And I think that it makes it so that a camp being out isn't as detrimental to the Grizz as it would be for so many other teams. To me, though, I mean, we're about to see two teams that are missing perhaps their best or among their best offensive playmakers because Josh Davis might not play for Weber Correct. State either. Similar situation for Weber, though. Chris Jackson, who's their short yardage back, he's banged up too, but I expect him to go. But Kevin Smith was awesome a couple years ago before Josh Davis even 
landed on the scene, and then Kevin Smith blew out his knee last year and sort of disappeared from the consciousness of of uh, Big Sky Conference followers. And Josh Davis then took the league by storm, rushed for over 1,300 yards as a freshman, wins the Jerry Rice Award as the freshman of the year in the country. And people kind of forgot about Kevin Smith, but Kevin Smith, I mean, they, Weaver, Weaver, when they get rolling, running the ball, is so good at running the ball that the day, the game that Josh Davis rushed for 322 yards, Kevin Smith still went over 100 yards. He still scored three touchdowns in that game. Those guys combined for seven touchdowns in that game. So they have a lot of different weapons there. So, you know, the fact that Akem's maybe out, Josh Davis is maybe out, uh, to me it's a wash, especially because the guys that back him up are both pretty darn good. Uh, it's two tell me one us one zero two nine ESPN Radio uh, SWX Montana Television. Happy to be with you uh, all over the place there, Colton. When it comes to the 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 what Sammy Kem brings mm-hmm. in addition to being a great wide receiver though is something that you can't teach right the length and the size and he is a guy who even when he's guarded sometimes he's not guarded because he can block out and do that. That's one thing that really nobody else as a wide receiver can do. The guys who can do it is the trio of tight ends that Montana has. And I don't know if, if this is, if you've been surprised by this or not, maybe it's because we just expected, you know, quote unquote, Bobby ball and that obviously the offense has the, has progressed significantly from a schematic standpoint and what Rosenbaugh and Pease have, uh, you know, decided to implement and to do. But have that, that said, the tight ends have been really, really, limited in their use in terms of pass, as pass catchers. They've been used a lot in the run game. They've been used a lot in blocking, and we, we've seen the triple tight end set, and they're moving guys around and running power and stuff like that. But have you been surprised that the tight ends have been maybe as small a part of the pass game as they've been over the course of this 10 games? I mean, I don't really know. I don't really think that they have. I think that it just, just seems like that because there's multiple tight ends. Like right now, Montana, we, we talk about Bryson Deming, Colin Bingham, and Joey Elwell. Those have been the three main guys because right. Matt Rensvold's been on the shelf since hurting himself against Oregon. But Rensvold, he did play three games. So if you took a look at, he combined those four tight end catches right now. Montana has 33 tight end catches. Mm-hmm. About three a game. Bryson, Bryson Deming has 15 of them. Colin Bingham has 13 of them. But then you look at the best tight ends in the league who are just solo type targets. Yeah. And tra- touchdown Charlie at, at Portland State. That's what I'm going to call him forever because I'm never going to try to pronounce his name on live radio. Well, it's what, that's what uh, Bobby that's what Howe Howe collected to call Absolutely. Yeah, why not? West Priest at UC Davis, who I think is the most underrated offensive weapon that UC Davis has. Those guys both have between 33 and 36 catches. So the, it's, it's about the same amount. I guess, to me, the bigger question is why isn't the tight end used more in the big sky in general? Mm. Weaver State, I thought they had the most distinct advantage in terms of competition over the rest of their uh, over the rest of the league when they had Andrew Voller, who was a transfer from San Jose State, but he caught sixty five plus passes two years in a row. He's a first team All American two years in a row. But the way that they used him was lights out. I mean, he he exploiting the middle of the field against defenses in college football. I think is is easiest money you're going to make. And I don't understand why more teams don't do it. I, mean, I would throw to my tight end like six to eight times a game. Yeah, I I mean, I, I'm with you. And I, I Look at the NFL. I mean, everybody throws their tight end six to eight times a game in the NFL. It, it, it seems like it, yeah. And, and you know, it's all about matchups when you say that. And, 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 it, and it is. And it is at the college level as well. And maybe there are more matchup problems in the NFL with tight ends than there are with wide receivers to corners as as a general rule or something like that. I don't know all that. And I didn't know that, you know, that 
I, I would have guessed, if you would have just asked me, hey, how many how many receptions does Touchdown Charlie have? I would have gone well north of 50, you know? And and yet you find out, well, no, that's not the case. So, I mean, that that is a good question, and I don't know Officially, the answer to it. He has 33 for 456 yards, and despite his newly ordained nickname, only two touchdowns. Yeah, I mean, it it's... Uh, it, it, it's it's what it is, and I mean this is this is a pass heavy league. It's a point scoring. Well, it's it's actually both, really. It is to just it's so it's dependent everything. on the team. Yeah, exactly. But you would think that there would be at least a couple teams. Like there would be three teams. You know, if everybody does everything, there's got to be three teams there that just key in on the tight end, and really nobody seems to. So that Jace that Gilbert is. from Eastern Washington, Corvallis Natives, got 23 catches, 267 yards, three touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Uh, West Priest at UC Davis, who's a two time All American. He has 33 catches, 404 yards, six touchdowns. He's been the best red zone target among all the tight ends in the league. I think he's got 22 touchdowns over the last three years, which is a really good number. He had nine touchdowns two years ago, which is a really good number. But, yeah, it's, it's interesting. You know, it just seems to me like, okay, you need seven yards. So let's say, just use Montana's example. Jerry Louie on a, on a bubble screen? Maybe. Maybe a, a, a run play with Marcus Knight, and he can, you know, he's really good at making the first guy miss and and and, and getting a little plus yardage that way. But Colin Bingham take four steps and turn around the direction opposite of wherever the linebacker is shading on you and catch the football. It seems like it's that 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 sort of thing would be there. Now, I mean, look, far be it from me to say anything to. To any of these people, particularly the Montana offense, it has been going pretty well, right? So it's hard to critique a team that's scoring, I don't know, 100 points a half. Uh, I mean, Montana's completed 252 passes this year, so they've completed 33 tight ends. That's 13.1% to the tight ends. To me, that seems like a pretty adequate number when you have Samari Torre. And Sammy Akim and and Jerry Jerry McGee. Sure. I mean, Okay. Sutel Nuwamis, 1029 ESPN Radio. One thing I want to talk about here yeah. is what Bobby Houck talked about. I thought it was interesting that he took my bait when reflecting on past years. Mm-hmm. And I keep saying this kind of stuff, and I think a part of it is just because it's actually surprising to me, too. I'm not trying to say that I'm somehow more righteous than everyone else, and I don't have revisionist history either. It's human nature to have revisionist history and to remember things in, in certain and oftentimes... Uh, Broad strokes, the light that you remember things in. And people yeah. know how dominant Coach Alk was his first time around here. But it was, I think that it's a misconception that the Grizzlies were just number one in the country from stem to stern every single year. It's not the case. No, certainly It's not, not the case. That 2008 season that I referenced, to me, there's a lot of parallels between this team and the 2008 team just in terms of going on the road, getting, getting destroyed by a opponent that was sort of a sleeping giant people thought, were thinking well, where Weber State kind of come from this year how, how are they so good and then they had this great quarterback in Cam Higgins that people didn't really know about this awesome running back in Trevin Smith that everybody knew about but had been sort of on the back burner in terms of his ability to help the team win and then they Montana goes down there Weber wipes them off the face and 45-28 and then Montana responds and wins out all the way to the national championship to me, that and they got Weber in the playoffs. There's a parallel there. Coach Halk also referenced 
the 2004 season, which was the year that Craig Oaks really came of age. And to me, the Craig Oaks and Dalton Sneed stories are very parallel in the terms of transfers that were really talented but sort of volatile their first years and then really, really, really good and really harnessed it as seniors their second years. That's right. very much what the 2004 team was, Coach Houck's second year at the helm with Craig Oaks. They lost that game to Portland State 35-32 in Portland and then ripped off win after win after win after win. Montana has Bobby Hawk's program is predicated on getting better as the season goes along. Right. And I think that that's exactly where they are at right now. I think that's why you hear them speak with so much confidence because they've been here before. And the thing that's crazy about all that is Montana has not been where they once were, yet they're right now going into this game. They're way more highly ranked than they were when you look at these rankings. No. They, were, they were 10, 9, 8 back then. Even just being number four, number five, depending on what pool you look at, they're even in a better situation right now, especially if they figure out a way to take care of business against Weber State. You think they're confident? Listen to this question and answer, Bobby Houck from Monday. Senior day for a lot of a lot of the guys on your team. Last time they'll get to step foot, in, well, well, last time they'll step foot in a regular season game in Washington. There you go. It's nice to be able to say that. Um, what's it like, you know? seeing some of these guys uh, get to prep for their last time? Well, we're, we're going to be together for a while, so it's it's nice uh, to have Senior Day and be able to honor those guys and introduce them, get them recognized, but obviously there's a lot of football to be played. I mean, this is a man who's... There is no end of the road here. This is this is the start for Bobby Howe. I mean, that's... <laughs> it's nice to be able to say it. Yeah, Senior Day, that's great, but, uh, you know... It's basically the middle of the season. <laughs> it's too good. It's Tuchel Nuanas, 1029 ESPN Radio. Hey, it's Friday. We want to hook the people up, right? Yeah. How about six packs? How about a six pack and a sandwich from Warden's Market? That's. I'm telling you what. I, I want to win everything we give away around here. Tickets. I mean, food, drinks, keg care. This is a pretty good one, man. You set me up with that. I'm a pretty happy camper. 329-1899. 329-1899. First caller right now. You got a six-pack from Warden's Market and a sandwich. Best sandwiches in town and super knowledgeable staff. Try something new. You know what I mean? You're not even paying for it. You might as well go down there. Have an expert direct you to their huge selection of uh, of beer, six-packs that they got down there. Maybe even put a, a mix-and-match pack together. It's great. Make sure you look at the board when you're down there, the sandwich board. Sometimes it can be overwhelming, right? They got all sorts of things. They all sound delicious. They all are delicious. Yes. Sandwich of the day, though. I had the sandwich of the day yesterday. It's like a special sandwich. Sometimes they put some ingredients that might not, you know, kind of be off the beaten path. Mm -hmm. Delish. Couldn't believe how good it was. I'm into that. Go let those boys hook you up. They know all everything about beer and wine. I shouldn't just say boys. There's all sorts of ladies that work in the deli as well. All the folks. All the folks out at Orange Market. Give us a call right now, 329-1899. Got a six-pack and a sandwich from Warden's Market. Warden's Market, Missoula's oldest grocery store. Tommy Malott, quarterback of the Butte Bulldogs. They're in the semifinals of the state championship playoffs in double-A tonight. He joins us next. You know, guests, the Wingate by Wyndham is the Missoula Hotel that truly offers something for everybody. No doubt. It's conveniently located near the airport, easy for when your friends come to visit you. And you know, of course, my favorite, water slides. That's right. They got an awesome water park with a sweet water slide that's perfect for families, groups, and birthday parties. With the Wingate, they also have a terrific business travel rate, large meeting spaces for you and your clients, and one of the best rewards programs you'll find anywhere. Talk to me about breakfast. They're not messing around with the Continental. They got the full breakfast spread, man. That's what I'm talking about. I need that. They got you covered there as well. Just down the road from the Missoula Airport, the location is quiet and convenient. 
The parking is ample and free, and the staff genuinely cares about taking care of their guests. The Wingate is at 5252 Airway Boulevard. You can also call very simple, easily memorizable number, 541-8000. That's 541-8000. The best hotel at the best spot for a hotel near the airport. Let the Wingate by Wyndham in Missoula make you feel at home, even when you're not. Well, it's time now to welcome in our Mattress Firm Student of the Week, a senior at Butte High School and a future Montana State Bobcat, but not before he finishes off what uh, he hopes to be a state championship run, the quarterback of the Butte Bulldogs, Tommy Malott, joining us. Tommy, thanks so much for being with us, man. We really appreciate it. you got to be doing pretty well today. you got a state semifinal tonight, for crying out loud. So first of all, thanks so much for taking out the time. And how you feeling right now a few hours in advance of, uh, of game time? Time. yeah well first off uh thanks for having me uh this is an honor and uh but right now i'm uh just really excited for the opportunity we have tonight against a great uh a really uh good billings west team um I'm excited for the atmosphere that uh Naranchi stadium will obviously have tonight and uh it's another opportunity to play the game that i love I want to ask you about Naranchi Stadium because when I was in high school... Coulter says there's ghosts in Naranchi Stadium. I'm telling you, That's they're the, they're says, the yeah. good kind of ghosts, though. There's spirits <laughs> right. in there. It's it, What a place, man. You can just feel it when you're in there. It's like no other venue. I, I seriously think it's like no other venue in the country. I think it's one of the great high school venues in the country. The stands are so close. The fact that Butte comes out in full force to watch you guys. So I know you've been playing quarterback for Butte High for several years now. What's it been like playing in that stadium? What does that place mean to you? Yeah, um, I guess going back to when I first got introduced to the stadium myself, uh, just uh, in my elementary days, um, I would just go up to the games and I'd watch, and obviously that's kind of what I got used to. Um, when I got into high school, it was kind of an eye-opening experience that um, it really wasn't like that around the state, but obviously it just made me uh, respect what we we have in Butte and uh really like understand how special everything is that um the community does for us and what the stadium is so um but yeah it's uh the four years playing here have been um absolutely incredible um just the support we have from everyone throughout the community um the amount of uh care and uh respect that we get from our coaches and uh just everything just combines to give us the amazing atmosphere that we uh get a show in the falls of uh Friday nights here in Butte, Montana. You mentioned when you were uh, a middle schooler, they started playing in Naranchi again. They used to play at the middle school forever, and they started playing in Naranchi again, I think 2009, 2010 maybe. But 2012 was the last time Butte made a run to the state title, and that was a spectacular team. And the way that they won that state championship in Naranchi over Bozeman, hitting that game-winning field goal, one of the great games I've ever covered, one of the great games I've ever watched, were you at that game? And if so, how much did that influence, how much did that team just influence your love for football? Um, yeah, for sure. I uh, actually clearly remember um, the section that I was sitting in. I don't know if I could tell you the uh, the letter that actually corresponds to that section, but uh, I can still picture the scene of the stadium and the atmosphere that was uh, with all the attendance and um just the kick to conclude the game to win Butte High, their state championship that year. But um, so obviously that's been uh, something that stuck with me um, to inspire me to uh, in what what I was going to do um, going into high school. And um, obviously it inspired a lot of other uh, fellow students um, with, at my age and all over 
um, my surrounding grades. Um, it is just a, um, like it was just a moment that I'm sure everyone will remember for their lives. So, uh, yeah, for sure, it's been a huge uh, influence in um, just my idea of football and my uh, love for the game and for Butte High specifically. Tommy Mallott joining us. He's a senior at Butte High. They are playing Billings West tonight in the state semifinals of the uh, Class AA football playoffs. And uh, and Tommy, I'm interested. You you haven't played Billings West yet this season, but you're the only undefeated team in AA. But Billings West, the defending state champ, the matchup tonight that's coming up, obviously a huge one always because it's a state semifinal, but maybe even a little bit more so with you guys with a goose egg in the loss column going against the, the defending state championships. What state champions? What do you see in this matchup tonight versus Billings West? Um, I think we both have a. We just, it's going to be a matchup between two teams that are really well coached, um, that have a lot of kids that have uh, bought into what their program expects of them and demands of them every single day. And uh, that just uh, shows in what their record is and how they've performed throughout the season. Um, obviously, I've got a lot of respect for Billings. Uh, we played them twice last year, um, both very tough fought games for us, and but we're both completely different teams now. Uh, I'm just excited that uh, they're going to be coming here to Senior Anchi and um, get to have the environment that we have tonight on our side. And uh, I think that, I don't know, it, it'll be a really hard-fought game. Um, I can't really say what, I can, what I'm going to expect right now because if I say something, it'll probably be the absolute opposite. And, uh, I don't want to jinx anything, obviously. So um, I'm kind of just going to let the cards lay where they're going to fall. And, uh, and uh, I guess it just... Uh, preparation's already been set. Um, we've been working both teams uh, all year long, um, basically since, I mean, we we got kicked out of the playoffs by West last year, so since then we've been working back to where we are right at this point, and they um, did the exact same thing after uh, their more favorable finish with the uh, state championship title. You know, Tommy, you're one of the top players in the state and uh, committed to go to Montana State, and so congratulations to you on that. Did you find after you, you know, were recruited and finally made a decision, okay, this is where I'm going to go play, did you feel like that took some pressure off of you for this season, or do you feel like it added pressure because now people are like, oh, okay, well, this is the this is the guy who's the great quarterback that's going to play college football and all that. How did that go, and what was the was there a difference to you in the, in, in this senior season for you that way? Um, yeah, I guess, uh, just, uh, finishing my junior season last year, it was like, wow, I've got one season left. Um, and that's all that's guaranteed. Um, so when I was get, given the opportunity to continue my, uh, education and, uh, also my, uh, athletic passion, that is football. Um, I, I jumped on the opportunity and, uh, I just found that, um, obviously I liked my fit at Montana state. Um, but uh, going into this season, it was just a lot of uh, it was a lot of just motivation for myself. Um, looking at Butte High and where we started my freshman year, and kind of how we've uh, progressed, um, it was just uh, really big for me to try to um, maximize my potential in high school at least um, by just putting in a little bit extra effort here and there, um, doing a little bit more and. Uh, just trying to give our give our team uh, the best, best opportunity we can have. Uh, I never really took uh, this year and my, if you would say, a title of being committed to a college as uh, any extra pressure is just 
um, kind of keeping where my uh, feet are and uh, playing for the city around me and my coaches and my fellow players. What did you like about Montana State in the recruiting process, and what made you want to commit to the Bobcats? Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, just uh, my relationships that I was able to build with the uh, coaching staff, um, that was all. That was a really big uh, emphasis that uh, swayed me that way. Um, obviously, um, my... My uh, goals, and I don't know if I'd say goals, but my um, my importance level, like my importance that I set on different aspects to college, uh, the number one for me was always education. And uh, just uh, the areas that I'm looking into going to for uh, my uh, career after football um, was just much more favorable in um over at MSU compared to uh, other schools. And I also, obviously, I, I love my fit in other uh, other ways as well, as I said, with the coaching staff and um, just the culture that is set up over there. What do you want to do? Do you have an idea? I mean, it sounds like you have maybe thought about this, obviously, a little bit professionally, career-wise, or just school-wise, what you want to pursue that way. Yeah. Um, I've, uh, I don't know, I can't specify one major that I sure. want to go into right now or one career field that I like want to go into. But um, STEM, like math and science, has always been um, really important to me. And um, I just really enjoy um, aspects of that and being able to understand um, the human body. And um, I don't know, just, I, I, it's always just been really intriguing to me. So, um I can't say exactly what I, the one, like, career that I'm, I obviously I'm, like, trying to go into. I, I don't think that I can say that right now, but um, just a, a wide range of opportunities uh, were more available at MSU. So um, I think that once I narrow that down and um, I'm able to decide on that, it'll, um, it'll, I don't know, it'll just come into place uh, how, I, how I want it to be. Tommy Malott joining us. He's our Mattress Firm Student of the Week, senior quarterback at Butte High School. The Butte Bulldogs hosting Billings West tonight in the state semifinals, 7 o'clock kickoff uh, for that football game. You know, growing up in Butte, Butte's such an historic town, and it has such a such a long and interesting and complex history and such a unique identity, uh, you know, in in the country and in the state of Montana as well. But also, growing up there, it's it's home, right? It's just kind of what you know. Do you do you notice what Butte is and kind of the place it holds uh, in in Americana and in Montana uh, as you grow up there in a place like that? Yeah, um, it's kind of a uh um, it's a good question for kids growing up in Butte, just because, you know, when you are born and raised in uh, whatever city you're at, you just kind of take that as, that's where everywhere else is like, you know, like you don't ever try to say that you're special or whatever's happening to you in your community is any different than anywhere else. But uh, as you grow up and you, you really get to see um, other places around you, um, it's, uh, yeah, for sure, it, it's just a really unique place and, um it's part of who I am right now. Um, I love the city. I love the community. Um, I uh, respect all the kids. And um, I just believe in what we're doing over here in Butte, Montana. Um, a lot of people will disagree with that, but uh, I just love the communities that we uh, have uh, surrounding us. And uh, it's obviously, it's become a, a part of who I am.
Well, Tommy, we certainly appreciate your time, man. Best of luck tonight. We're really excited uh, for this game, so best to you tonight. And, and if you're fortunate enough next week, of course, as well. And uh, to join us on game day is really good of you. So we really appreciate it. Thanks for being here, okay? Yeah, thank you. You bet. Tommy Malott. Big game tonight. They're all big in November. That's what I've heard anyways. Uh, it's our match from Student of the Week. If you would like to nominate a student uh, who's doing great work in their community, doing stuff uh, athletically or otherwise, go to mattressfirmmt.com, click on the Montana Student tab, and you can submit a student right there. And uh, every week, uh, we here at ESPN, Tutel and Nuanas, along with our friends over at SWX Montana Television, uh, do a uh, profile on the uh, Student of the Week, and then, at the end of the year, will vote on the Student of the Year who will receive a $3,000 scholarship from Magic Firm. So that's pretty cool. Take a quick break. Our chick who doesn't know sports, Carolyn, coming up right after this, our Friday favorite. Hey, right now, go schedule a deluxe detail from Shine Auto Detailing. Why are you getting your car detailed right now? Well, because it's winter. Yeah, we know it's going to get dirty. We know it's going to get ugly. But you know what? It's also going to be protected. They're going to put a great finish on this thing and get your car so that when the chips and the rocks and the salt pop up there, your car, when it gets clean, is still going to be in perfect condition, okay? Schedule a detail right now. Also, if you schedule a detail, any detail, right now with Shine Auto Detailing, you got a free headlight restoration. I know this week it's been half off, but with a detail, it's free. So just go get your car cleaned. Covered, protected, coated, everything that needs to get done. MissoulaAutoDetailing.com online or just Google Auto Detailing in Missoula and pick the one with the most reviews. Shine Auto Detailing. Go right now. It's winter. Get your car protected. Get your headlights fixed. Be safe this winter. Shine Auto Detailing. Coulter, you have a business, and your business is based in the World Wide Web. Indeed I do. So I'm on my computer all the time. And if you're not online, you're not making money, and it is important to make sure that you're online and secure. Am I right? Absolutely. Got to be cyber safe this day and age. Well, for you business owners out there, whether you have an online business or a brick-and-mortar business, it's still running through the web. We all know that's a fact. And in today's always-on world, your business demands a simpler approach to network security. At Blackfoot Communications, they deliver state-of-the-art security solutions from the perimeter to the endpoint devices and remote data backup for businesses across the state of Montana. They do. They're keeping everybody cyber secure and ensuring that businesses run the way that they need to across the state. So ensure your company's network is online all the time. For more information, visit goblackfoot.com slash business. That's goblackfoot.com slash business. And you can click the link right here in the old podcast. We've made it so very easy for you. Go visit and find out how to keep your business or the business of people you know secure online with Blackfoot. (sighs) It's Friday. Somebody's obviously not happy to be here. Uh, but the rest of us are happy that you're here. It's the chick who doesn't know sports. It's Carolyn, thanks to the Missoula Winery and Event Center for uh, getting her in here each and every Friday afternoon. Hi, Carolyn. Uh, sigh aside, how are you? I was fine until I was censored by Coulter. But oh, it's fine. Well, that's... my how the tables have turned. I, yeah, I'll tell you Usually what. Usually, Grandpa Tootel's the only one censoring anybody. At the point that Coulter is censoring, you must have gone way off the ledge. Okay, <laughs> I didn't think it was that bad. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, pa 
positive feedback uh, on you this week out there in the world. I've been speaking with people. They're happy. What? They're Tell happy. Me more. No, I will not. You're already too arrogant. So uh, go ahead. What are you going to be, uh, what are you talking to us about today? Well, I don't know if you guys heard about the football game last night. Yeah. You know what? I did, Coulter. It was the first ever football game ever, ever, ever in my life that I watched in 4K. Wow. I saw every explicit detail last night. Wow. With crystal clarity. Well, yes. Cleveland Browns. Yes. Defense. That's their names. Way to use it properly. Miles Garrett. Yes. Hit Mason Rudolph. Correct. With his own helmet. Correct. And I want to know why. Well, I mean, it was a fight. Right. Uh, and uh, Mason Rudolph uh, was tackled probably a little late, later than he needed to be tackled and didn't take kindly to it. And so on the ground, sort of, I couldn't exactly tell what he was trying to do. He was trying to pull trying his to rip Garrett's Miles, helmet off. Garrett's yeah. helmet off. Which, by the way, regardless of what Miles Garrett has Hold done, on, you wouldn't wise. Mason Rudolph was trying to rip off Miles Garrett's yes. helmet? Yes. So Mason Rudolph's the quarterback. Miles Garrett is the gigantic defensive lineman. Yeah. Miles Garrett hits Mason Rudolph and then is on top of him, and Mason Rudolph tries to rip Miles Garrett's helmet off. And oh. then Miles Garrett says, well, if you think you're going to rip my helmet off, you got another thing coming, my little friend, and then proceeds to rip his helmet off, and then, as the fracas ensued, hit him over the top of the head with his own helmet. I don't feel like he was that polite in his verbiage. I think he said something a little less... You know, we don't know. They weren't all the way mic'd up. But, yeah, probably he didn't say my I little friend. I was sort of trying to figure out what the the smack talking was. Like, maybe... Did what led up to this? Miles Garrett say, like, yo, mama's so fat... When she wears a raincoat, people yell taxi. <laughs> so is We this, need more Yo Mama jokes around here. This I is mean, great. Yo Mama's just, so fat, her blood type's ragu. You know, <laughs> Tina was telling me yesterday... Is the professor the greatest movie of all time? <laughs> Tina was telling me yesterday that the 90s are back again, and mm. that is the sweet spot for the Yo Mama jokes. Sparks. For, and so this right here, yes. Mm. The, yo, yo, mm. the, yo, yo, the Yo Yo Mama. Yeah. Yo Mama jokes are... Straight nineties, right? Yeah. So this is the whole point of this. This isn't about the fight or whatever. You wanted to use the helmet hit as an on ramp uh-huh. into some yo mama. I wanted jokes. to work on some bits, so hopefully. Wait. Yeah. Well, thanks for waiting till we were live on the sure. air to work on them. I mean, you know, you you got to use an audience. Right. You need to see what sort of feedback right. you get from the masses just right. stopping on Reserve well, Street I mean, you, to scream and wave <laughs> their towels out their window. Yes, going, we love the yo More Arsenio Hall. Just to pull it out all the stops. Yes, great. Okay, so Garrett was suspended. Pouncey, who I nicknamed Pouncer because he pounced. I get it. Get it. Yeah, it's funny. the other guy, Agunjobi. Pretty yeah. good. Okay. Pretty good. They were all suspended. Yep. Yes. But Mason Rudolph was not. That's right. But he went to take off a helmet. Mm-hmm. He 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 tried. He was not big or strong enough to do it. And but thus, why wouldn't he be escape in penalty? any trouble? Because you know, he's the quarterback. An interesting question. I'm not. He, he should not be suspended. And as far as I can tell, uh, I think maybe I don't know maybe. But he, he seems like he uh, was instigatory in this thing. I actually was going to talk with you about this today later, so I suppose we can talk about it now, Coulter. But here's what I feel like happened last night. If you're driving, okay, and somebody gives you the bird and you get really, really upset, okay, mm-hmm. and then you just intentionally drive your car into their car, 
Like, that's on you. Totally. You are a moron for having done That's Miles Garrett. But why is somebody flipping you off in the first place? That's also, you know, rude. Rude. And so... I guess uh, if he you attempted know, to take the helmet, which is, a, I guess, illegal in the NFL. It, it, yes, you are you need to keep your own helmet on your own head and leave others' and, helmets yeah. on their so own heads. So I feel heads. like he should have some... Re- Responsibility. And maybe there, uh, there might be a fine coming down to yeah. Mason Rudolph and all of this somewhere along the line. Yeah. I still don't think it was about the helmet. I think it was the Yo Mama jokes. But right. Cool. Okay. Good. Um, speaking of quarterbacks, I'm just going to get this news out there. <laughs> I guess Tom Brady's trainer said he's going to be able to play till he's 47. Easily. Barf. Orama. Orama, very 90s as well. Yeah. There's a lot of Oramas and Omatics <laughs> in the kitchen. Like Barfomatic. Like Spinomatic. Yes, I blend do. Blendomatics. Yes. yes. Uh-huh. Um, so, um, I'm just not that stoked okay. about that. Okay, well, you know, I wouldn't, I just wouldn't sit here and say, you know, if you're the trainer of Tom Brady, sure, go ahead and say whatever you want to say. Like, you can play until you can't play. That's it. So I don't need predictions. I'll just watch it happen. Well, if I know Tom Brady, nope. and I think I do, uh, no doubt, he's going to play until he's like seventy because his ego is so ridiculous. The question is, will he be playing in New England? I don't care. I won't watch wherever he plays. Oh, oh, unless he's in the XFL. What if he? Jeez. What if he follows in the steps of your boy Jim McMahon and becomes the quarterback of the Chicago Bears? Oh God. Uh, you ever ever occurred that eventuality ever struck you? Talk about Barfo-Rama. <laughs> <laughs> what else you got, Carolyn? Okay. Can't believe you only spent two minutes on the helmet fight. <laughs> I got so much to say about this. We'll do more. I, oh, I don't want to. I don't want to do anything. You don't want to get, give it any. I, ha- I hate days. being a part of the quote-unquote conversation. The media? Well, I you like just to, said you had a lot to say about it, and now you don't want to talk about it. Well, what, where, which I is wanted it? to give a one three-minute take and then have it be over. I okay. do not want to have a discussion. I just want to have a take, and we'll do it later. Good. Great. Well, I'm on the edge of my seat. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Good to know. Keep tuning in when you're done here. James Wiseman. Yeah, who, who Weisman? is that? Wiseman. NCAA Memphis superstar. Oh, yes. oh yeah. The number yeah, one, the number one, one country draft, kid. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I need. I have questions. Yeah. He was ruled ineligible because right. his coach provided moving expenses to his family two years ago. Yep. He got reinstated and then got uninstated or kicked out again. Whatever. He's the number one draft pick in 2020. Yeah. He's 18. Right. Which means he's a freshman. Right. Explain to me how that works because shouldn't he... Well, how do you become a draft pick? He, as a he hasn't been okay, drafted. So he's, he's, not projected. The, he's not the number one pick yet. He's the number one recruit in the country, but he was not drafted. He signed with Memphis to play. He cannot enter the NBA draft until next year. Right. You, you have to be a year removed from high school to enter the NBA draft, which is the stupidest rule in sports. Targeting, but, but to me, is the stupidest rule. But he was going to play in college? And then- he was going to play in college. Now he's ineligible, but he cannot go to the NBA. You, can't go, you have to be a year Got removed it. from high school. Okay. So he will basically live in no man's land until he's eligible for the draft and then will likely still be the number one overall pick. Well, he's only out nine games. I mean, he'll be back this year for Memphis. The, I heard he was declared, I thought he was declared ineligible for the whole year. Uh, I don't... Mm, we'll have to look into it. Okay. Regardless, the whole thing is a complete facade because the kid is... He would be the number one draft pick right now. For sure. They should just let him go straight out of high school. Like, making him go to Memphis, he's not going to actually go to college. He's going to take... The three easiest classes Memphis has, 
his fall semester, so he's eligible for spring semester. And then in spring, he'll drop out of school but still be on the basketball team because it doesn't matter if he doesn't get grades because then he'll just hire an agent the day his season ends, train for the NBA draft, and go to the NBA. So he will amount to probably go- – I mean, I'm not, I don't know about this kid specifically, but there's been kids in this situation that I guarantee you went to like less than 20 hours of school in college. Why can I Ben ask- Simmons. <laughs> exactly. Ben Simmons, Derrick yes. Rose. I mean, no. Can I ask why a freshman can be drafted? Why, why don't they make them finish college? You know, and – Take my class on spending habits and <laughs> balancing their checkbook. You know, I love <laughs> the the perception of the world that you bring to bear on on this uh, thing here because it is. Wouldn't it just be wonderful if we all just went to four years of college and finished her up and felt great about our education? Yeah. And That's then not went what on I'm saying. Play? I'm saying if you're drafted or you're playing for a university or a mm-hmm. college or mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. You're, you signed up to play for that university for four or five years, depending on whatever. Why would you be able to be drafted right after your first well, year? Here's the thing. So that's it's why the, it's a dumb rule. It's the NBA's rule. This isn't about the college at all. It's merely what kids have to do when they finish playing high school. They used to be able to get to drafted out of, out of high school. LeBron Didn't James, Kobe Bryant, LeBron James, Kevin Garnett, they're all drafted out of high school. Okay. Well... I think they should go to college for four years if they sign on to play. They well, should see that. Coulter, we have we have talked about this in in light of what if why isn't it like baseball, right? Where baseball you, you got to go to college for three years. If you get drafted, you can you can or go, you can go, if you can go to high school. high school. But if you go to college, you got to go for three years ah, and then okay. and, and at a minimum. And or I you think can go to a junior college work. and go whenever you want. Yeah, right. Which seems to be what happens more, right? Because mm-hmm. there's not a lot of big universities with. Baseball teams. Mm. Oh, yeah, there are. Yeah, there are. Baseball's yeah. just not as big not in on, college. It's big on the national yeah. stage. All right, what do I know? I'm just the chick who doesn't know about sports. That's right. I mean, you're demonstrating some of that here, which is great. <laughs> Colin Kaepernick. Yeah. He is allegedly... Did I say his name wrong? No, you, no, you no. got it. I just think it's hilarious that you don't know about sports, but you seem to hit on every single hot-button issue on the national scene every week. It's That's because I Google... <laughs> Is that what and read is that People what magazine do? and TMZ? Sexiest man alive, Cotter oh at her God. desk. Looking I wasn't at it. not looking at it. I, you, it got my, you got my publication. Yeah, Ryan was on the cover. It was really Ryan John Legend. Yep, same diff. Same diff. That's, I mean, his, now you're way taller even, than him. I don't even believe that his name is real. He can't there's sing. No, I can sing. There's please go on sing. Okay, what else <laughs> we got? Colin Kaepernick. Yes. He's allegedly in Atlanta. Right. For an NFL workout. I don't know that's alleged. I think that's real, right? He's there working out for like 13 teams. What does that mean? I don't think anything. I mean, I worked out this morning. I'm not working out for the NFL. Well, no, you're not. It's either one of two things. It's either an olive branch by the NFL to try to squelch what has been a large public outcry for basically blackballing him out of the NFL, or there's a real chance that he's going to make an NFL roster. I'm just so confused by the timing because Colin Kaepernick, if you believe Colin Kaepernick has stayed in shape for the last three years, which I tend to believe that he has because he's a world-class athlete, he has been capable of returning to the NFL for quite some time. So I don't understand if they're going to give him a chance to re-enter the league. Why now? And if it's the other side, they're just trying to do it to smooth over tensions. You know, Say that they have this tryout and all 13 teams just say, yeah, he's not good enough to play in the league anymore. But we gave him a chance, so now you cannot cry about it. But even then, I still don't know why now. 
Right, because yeah. isn't football season almost over? Well, well the NFL still really is only about halfway over. Oh. But I, I just don't understand. I'm, I'm confused by this whole thing because any team could have Colin Kaepernick or anybody right. come at any time to work out for them. So is this stemming from the fact that he sued the league and, and so was was actually barred from the NFL in some respect because I don't know that he actually was. And so I'm a little confused why, I mean, I guess it's the formalization of, hey, we're going to have an NFL workout where scouts can come and watch this guy throw, run, do whatever it is. And and so rather than just him at a park showing off his skills for somebody, this is like an actually league-sanctioned thing, so it's more formal. But I don't understand how it's any different than if just any general manager called him and brought him in, except for it's more than one team, 13 teams evidently, as right. opposed to just one. So that's why it seems like a PR stunt to me. Right. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I am confused by this. I, I really am. I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know that anything's going to come of it, and I don't. I'm not even really sure what to think about it, but yes. But when we say working out, he's not just like, you know, running on the treadmill. He's not doing a step He's class. doing no, football He's doing things. the tests, all the combine tests oh, and stuff. Oh, I thought he was just like, you know, pumping some iron, <laughs> doing some squats. I didn't know. Well, maybe he is pumping some iron I mean, and doing some squats. Well, apparently some of his friends tweeted that they thought it was a sham. And O.J. Simpson was really uh, concerned about Colin's friends and said they are no friends. And OJ is really rooting for Colin. So I bet he's pretty happy about that. Good looking out, Carolyn. <laughs> I really Thank get you. to that hard hitting yes. stuff. The the Tim's stuff. TMZ, whatever. <laughs> yes. And that's all I got. Carolyn, this has been wonderful. We're so appreciative of you each and every Friday. Thank you for being here. It's always a pleasure. There you go, Carolyn. It is always a pleasure, isn't it, to have the chick who doesn't know sports. Brought to us by the Missoula Winery and Event Center, Coulter. We know the holidays. Well, they're here, man. Thanksgiving, for crying out loud. It's less than two weeks away, if you can believe it. You got people coming to town. You got corporate business stuff you want a place to get together, to gather, to eat, to uh, socialize, and enjoy yourself. The Missoula Winery and Event Center, they got everything you could ask for and more. Unique locally owned event center in Missoula, more than 2,000 square feet, client focused. It's a great place to host any sort of party, especially if you have a holiday party coming up or a graduation party coming up. I know a lot of kids these days graduate in the winter and December from college. So, any place to throw a party, they got you covered. It's an awesome venue with serving tattoo girl wine year round. The tasting room is not open just to drop in, but you can go. Get yourself a personal and private tasting. So if you just want to take a couple friends out there and go enjoy an evening, give them a call today. It's located at 5646 Harrier Boulevard, right out off of Airport Boulevard, right across from Big Sky Brewing. And if you want to get in touch with them, 406-830-3296. That's 830-3296, Missoula Winery and Event Center. Whether you're traveling to Missoula for business, a family visit, or to watch the Grizz game, the Wingate wants to be your home away from home. Call the Wingate to find out how we can take care of your next trip to Missoula. From conference rooms to great complimentary breakfast to an indoor water park, we have what you need and what you want when traveling. The Wingate of Missoula is a proud supporter of Grizzly and Lady Grizz athletics, and we look forward to making you feel at home when you're not. 
It's finally starting to feel like winter around here, and if you need some nice winter gear, how about the fine folks at Sitka? They make awesome winter clothes, and they sell custom Bobcat Sitka gear at the MSU Bookstore. You can shop online anytime at msubookstore.org, or of course you can check out the MSU Bookstore live and in person there on the Montana State campus. They also have some graduation regalia back in order there at the MSU Bookstore. They have an awesome American Indian Council selection as well. Visit on campus anytime you need blue and gold or visit online anytime, anywhere, msubookstore.org. MSU Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day located there on the Montana State campus. 